Hey, what's up, everyone? ¿Qué tal? ¿Todo bien? Welcome back. How's everyone doing? I hope you're doing well. I hope you had a, a good week. I hope you found some joy this week, found some things to be grateful for, found some splendid in what you did. I uh, hope you're feeling nice. If you are, great. And if you're not, that's fine, too. You know why? Because shit's hard. Shit is hard. So if you overcome the fact that shit is hard, good on you. And if shit is hard, that's fine too. Because sometimes shit's just hard. So go ahead, be kind to yourself. I, um, you know, go ahead, find those things once that day. That give you joy. Those things that make you feel good. For me, that's eating two brown butter chocolate chip toffee cookies a day. That's right, all right? I made a big old batch, ate two a day. That's what, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the fact that I have gotten to the point this December, this month, that I decided, you know what? I'm gonna eat two cookies. I'm gonna eat two cookies a day and I'm not gonna feel guilty about it. I'm not gonna allow myself to feel guilty about it because I don't have to feel guilty about it, all right? I'm giving myself that. This next week, week and a half, till the end of 2020, I'm giving myself the gift of cookies, because like I always say, it's all about finding the things that bring you joy. So go ahead and do those things. Do those things. What is it for you? What is it that brings you joy in December? What are you celebrating? You're celebrating Hanukkah. You're getting ready for Christmas. Maybe you don't believe in God and you are not celebrating any of those things, but you're partaking in some of the cultural aspects of it. I'm Jewish, but guess what? Christmas music? Give it to me. Straight into my motherfucking eardrums, all right? All I want for Christmas is you. It's a holly jolly Christmas, okay? Maybe, you know, am I doing Dolly Parton? Am I doing Mariah Carey? Am I doing Luis Miguel? What are we doing? A lo mejor es un señal que acaba de llegar la Navidad. Those aren't the words, but they're the words to me, and that's all that matters. You can correct me in the comments. Go for it. What is, what's the what's the thing that's taking you over? You know, are you eating your your tamales? How many tamales are you eating? I hope a lot. I hope you're eating as many tamales as I'm eating cookies. Just just for your soul, because it's good for your soul. But don't eat too many. I saw this article. Uh, a woman. I think this is an older article. It's from a few years ago. But a woman in Mexico. She ate. 20 tamales in like 15 minutes and ended up in the hospital. Uh, and at first I was like, that sounds about right. How'd she end up in the hospital? And then I remember 20, that's, that's a lot of tamales in a short amount of time. And this wasn't like a, like a food and eating competition. This wasn't a Joey Chestnut Kobayashi type of scenario. This was just... A woman with an appetite. Just a woman who said, give me all the tamales. And I understand it. All right? I understand. Because here's the thing about tamales. Tamales are like deceptive. They're deceptively filling and big and they're just packed with flavor and probably not healthiness, but they're delicious. You know, they're, raw, they're, 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 they're cute. A tamal is cute. You got one little tamal, it's wrapped in the wrapped, it's wrapped in the corn husk, which is the culinary equivalent of a blanket with a lion on it. 
right? And then you open it up and it's just a little tamal. Mira, 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 soy un tamal. Mira, mira cómo soy, mira, mira, yo soy tan precioso, soy un tamalcito. No, no, cómeme, cómeme, eat me, you know? And you're like, okay. And then you eat one, couple bites. And then you're like, ooh, that was delicious. Let me have another. Dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. Next thing you know, you're at 20 and you're in the hospital. All right, you're counting to 20 like you're in Spanish 101 and you're trying to pass that first exam. And I, I get how you get there. You lose track. So I say this, I read this and I shared this as a warning to us all, okay? This holiday season when you're eating your tamales, all right, pace yourself, okay? I'm not telling you to limit how many you eat, but pace yourself, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you to have self-control because I don't have self-control, so I'm not going to tell you to have something that I don't have. You do you. You do whatever makes you happy, but just be cautious, okay? Because COVID cases are surging, so if you eat too many tamales too quickly and you got to go to the hospital, I don't know. I don't know. You might just have to sort out your gastrointestinal issues for yourself. I just, I just have to sort it out. Could you imagine? Oh, man, I ended up in the hospital. Oh, fuck, dude. You get COVID, pneumonia? Nah. I ate too many tamales. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. I get it. I get it. So, this is a warning. Just eat two, three. Take a minute. Get that stomach ache. And then when you have that stomach ache, you're going to want to go for more. And you know what I say? Go for it. Treat yourself, all right? Two more. Three more. Maybe take a nap. Take a tamal nap. Oh, my God. A tamal nap? Tamal, what's, what's, what's a better nap? A nap after a bunch of turkey on Thanksgiving or too many tamales? A tamal nap or a turkey nap? Hmm? <laughs> where, where are we going? Turkey nap. I think turkey nap is like... You're just wonky. Tamal nap, you're passing out and waking up in a different time period. Like, I feel like turkeys, they knock you out for a moment. Tamals knock you out for a generation. Tamales knock you out for a generation. Dude, can't, can't mess that up. Can't mess up the singular plural, you know? Otherwise, people will come for you. I learned that the hard way a couple years ago. God, I, I remember it. I remember the, like, I, I just, I get mortified when people, when I, like, mess up with my Spanish because it just reminds me of my parents correcting me like i made a video years ago and i said tamale for like the singular version of tamales instead of tamal and people were like oh i've never heard of a tamale before what's a tamale what's you mean tamal dude i deleted that video and i re-recorded that video with the proper with the proper usage because i was like i can't i I learned my lesson but then I, I, I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what I just said, but I feel like I messed up, but I caught myself and now we're kosher. Now we're good, baby. Just did a little lean in to the camera, a little lean in to the camera. 
those listening, I leaned in. Um, but yeah, I've been doing a lot of cooking recently just because I, I like I like it. And it doesn't always work out well, okay? Sometimes my cooking experience is very similar to an online shopping experience. I see the recipe getting made online. It looks delicious, right? You see the piece of, you know, the, 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 the article of clothing online on like one of their models. You're like, that looks great. And then you cook the dish, you receive the article of clothing, and it's not what you saw online. Wasn't as advertised, except in this case, all my fault. Like I decided to make some tortillas and I'm a bad Latino in the sense that like I don't have a comal, right? I don't. I used a cast iron skillet to make my tortillas. Sorry. I'll get a comal, all right? And I didn't have what I needed to make uh, corn tortillas, so I made flour tortillas. And I went I went in trying to make tortillas, but I came out with some flatbread. I My flour water ratio was just a little bit off, and I jumped cuisine, cuisines. I just... I I just jumped into flatbread territory. And honestly, I feel bad for the flour. Because when the flour got started, the flour thought it was going to be a tortilla. And when the flour was done, the flour was a flatbread. You know, it's like the flour the the I, the flour talked to me. The flour spoke to me. And the flour said, you know, I thought I was going to be a tortilla. You know, it was like it was like thinking you're going to be an NBA player and then you end up being a doctor, right? Both are good. Both are good, but it's not what you thought you were going to be. And the flower looked at me and the flower said, I thought I thought I was going to be a tortilla. Yo pensé que iba a ser una tortilla. Pero al fin, in the end, I was just like a weird-looking piece of flatbread. And I, I looked... I looked at the flower and I said, flower, I hear you. Flower, I, I understand you. But it's okay because you had a purpose and you still fulfilled your purpose. And it's my fault that you didn't manifest that purpose in the way that you were originally intended to manifest that purpose. But in the end, your purpose was to act as a solid that absorbed all that delicious flavor from the chile colorado. All that delicious, those guajillos, those basilla peppers, those chiles, todo ese sabor, you're, you're supposed to absorb it. And you're supposed to deliver it into my taste buds. And you still did that. You still came through with your purpose. And I need you to never forget that. And the flower looked at me. And the flower said, Gracias, hermano. Gracias, hermano. Gracias, hermano. And it was it was it was delicious. I mean, I fucked up in terms of making tortillas, but as far as getting uh, some semblance of a a bread like substance to absorb that delicious, you know, all those delicious flavors, worked out. <laughs> worked out. Oh man. When you make something, though, there's no better feeling than when you cook something. You're like, I fucking made this. I took all these different ingredients and flavors, and then I get this thing, and I made it. You know, you just you get that satisfaction you don't get anywhere else. Get that, I got that satisfaction recently just, like, eating. I'll eat, like, a fruit or a vegetable, and I'll be like, oh, my God. 
this. This came from the earth. The earth made this. Like, I know maybe somebody farmed it, but like the earth made this. I always, I also started thinking about my body. Like, I don't, I, I, I don't know about you, but sometimes I take my body for granted. How complex it is. The te- our body's technology is insane, okay? Is insane. We forget about it because we're like, Tesla, robot vacuum. But like our body, fuck Tesla. Fuck rockets. Our body is a rocket. Our body has the ability to just, our body is an army. You just get viruses and, you know, bacteria that come in and we don't even know it, but our body's like, I got this and just fucking fight it off. We have memory cells that remember. Our, we, have, we have cells in our body that are just meant to remember the, the, the viruses that we had in the past. So if they ever show up again, they're like, oh, I remember you deploy the army. Like we have beef cells. They're memory cells, but really what they do is they store beef. They remember what the virus did to, 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 to the body and they go, not again. Next time that motherfucker comes by, I'm going to fuck it up. And they do. Our bodies are machines and armies, okay? But then they also have like a soul. It's like, what? You're an empathetic war machine? Yeah, baby. That's right. <laughs> are you kidding me? Right now, I really need it. Need it. Need it to to be a war machine. I'm be honest. Not feeling so hot today, and uh, I'm not speaking from a place of like attractiveness. Although I also I'm not feeling feeling very hot today. Uh, not I feel I'm a little sick. I'm be honest, a little, little bit sick. Zoe and I, we woke up in the middle of the night, both like at the same time. It was like a freaky Friday type situation where like you, you both people feel their bodies swapping. And we woke up and we're like, oh, my throat, your throat. Like our throats are just like dry. It's like some sinus thing, head hurts, you know. So I got my tea, ginger, lemon, and peach detox. Just a nice little combination. Una combinación muy sabroso. And I almost almost didn't do this podcast today because I was like, I'm not feeling good. Let me just not do it. But I said, no, you know what? No, I feel good enough to be able to do it. I'm here right now and I'm going to feel good that I did it. Then I'll go back to being sick and then like deal with it, you know? But I was like, let me just power through. Let me just get, you know, get it done. Let me talk to my friends because that's what you are. You're my friends. You're my friends. I'm Daniel Weingarten and you're my friend, Right? I share things with you. You listen. I appreciate it. Is it a bit of a one-sided relationship and friendship? Sure, but, you know, what can we do? It's the nature of it. We're, we're, we're all part of the wine garden gang. Does that sound a little culty that I named, named it after myself? Yes, but also sounds kind of cool, right? The wine garden gang. Who doesn't love wine? Who doesn't love gardens? Uh. Vino. Mujardin, Mujardin de Vino. Yo, we are Napa. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so but I got through it and I mean, I'm doing it. I don't think, I think it's just like a head cold. 
I, we were getting a COVID test on Friday. I don't think it's COVID because we take all the precautions. Like we really have been like very responsible. And like, I know there's people that take all the precautions that have gotten COVID and they're like, how the fuck did I get COVID? I don't know how I get COVID. Like maybe we're one of those people, but like, I feel like, like if I get COVID with all the precautions that I take, that would be like a virgin getting herpes. It's possible. It's certainly theoretically possible, but like, it would just, it's just unfair. And I know none of this is fair, obviously, but like, it's just like doing all the right things and you get the herpes, you get the COVID. Meanwhile, there's some fucking guy out there traveling the world, raw dogging, just raw dogging from Tucson to Tuscany. No herpes, no COVID. Raw dogging on the condom front, raw dogging on the mask front, on the, you know, on the, on the, on, on the, on the measures to mitigate. Nada. But that's the way life works. I don't think it's COVID, but we're gonna get the test. We'll find out. I'll let you know. Tune in next Wednesday to find out whether Daniel has COVID. Um, I hope not, but luckily we're healthy and we're young and we'll be okay. Um, God willing. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's been an interesting month, December. You know, I think the end of the year, you always find yourself reflecting on the year, right? December, reflecting on what 2020 has been. But like I mentioned a few weeks ago, 2020 has been a year of reflection, like mass reflection. It's just forced us to reflect on mass. But then you're reflecting on the year where there already was a ton of reflection. So you're sort of like reflecting on the reflection. So it's like reflection inception. And I've come to a few different realizations, but the one that I've come to, I've had, I have a weird sort of relationship when it comes to friendships and I, I didn't have a lot of friends growing up. I had a few very close friends and it's interesting. I never really yearned for like a big friend group, but you know, as I got older and especially doing stand up, and I'm out in the world, like I have a lot of, there are a lot of people in my life that are my friends that do stand up or just like, just in life in general. And I was thinking about it and there were a lot of people that were a part of my life before the pandemic that once the pandemic came, I didn't really call them. They didn't call me. We weren't on each other's minds and we didn't really connect. And that's okay. It's just what happened. Some cases it, it's not, honestly, it's, it's not even that in some cases it's, it's, it's sad. It's, I mean, sure it is sad in some cases, but like, it's not ultra sad because the cases in which it would be ultra sad are the people that actually did stay connected with, right? The people that, you know, you, you did continue to talk to and during this time actually strengthened that kinship, that friendship, that bond. And then you, you're, you're coming out on the other side with an even stronger relationship. Um, and then, you know, all those other people, they're still going to be a part of your life, you know, post the pandemic, but you, you can have more awareness as to like where that relationship or friendship stands, right? And like what type of friendship that is and what to expect from that friendship and what, you know, and I, I don't think that that's a bad thing because I think sometimes we have the tendency to apply the same expectation to every relationship in our life. And that's unfair, not only to yourself, but to that other person, because the expectations you may have for one friend that you're really, really close with are 
should be higher than that friend that you talk to every once in a while or that friend that you just run into and you guys, you, you know, y'all like each other, but it's not, it's not the same and you shouldn't expect the same as with that friend that you talk to every day, five times a week, six times a week. They, you know, you, you share, you know, intimate things with, and it's totally fine. But also what it made me realize is when I have a wedding, it's going to be a lot smaller. <laughs> it is. Because, and it's nothing personal, but like, why do you invite people to your wedding? You invite people to your wedding because you want them to, you want to share this moment with them. That's what it, I think it should be. I think it should be, you, you want to share this moment with them. But if you're inviting somebody that like, you're not really that close with, do you really care about sharing it with them? Or are you inviting them because you feel like you have to invite them and then they get the chance and chances are if you're inviting somebody because you feel like you need to invite them, they get the invitation and feel like they need to go. Now everybody's just doing something that they feel that they have to do, but not that they, they, they feel that they need to do. And that's, that's the other realization I had. It's like, we should be doing the things and, and sometimes you don't have the ability to, and you don't have the control, but there are things in our life that we have the control to do or not do. And in those moments, we should really ask ourselves, do we feel the need to do this, right? Is this something that I want and need and feel that I want and need to do? Now, sometimes there are things that you don't want to do that you need to do, so you do them, right? But if you don't want to do them and you don't need to do them, then don't do them. This shit's too short. And this shit is hard. So why make it harder on yourself? It's like me putting unnecessary, it's, and I'm just speaking for my case, I put unnecessary deadlines on myself for my work. And, and I'm, ma- I'm making my life more difficult in the process. They're arbitrary deadlines. And then I'm stressing out over deadlines that I made. I could have pushed it another two weeks and everything would have been fine and I wouldn't be feeling that stress. So I think just like all around, whether it's like with yourself and with your work or with your life and with the things you do, the people that are a part of your life, the roles that they play, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very freeing in that sense and it's very, it's very calming in that sense and it, it, I think it, it creates the opportunity to take the action to relieve a lot of anxiety. So my way is just going to be smaller. Why? Because then they're spending money to come to get you a gift. You're spending money for their food and their seat or whatever. It's like, just keep it intimate. My mom, she'll fucking invite everybody and I can't control that, but I can control who I invite. So just gotta, just gotta keep it honest. This shit is too hard and too short to like, to not be honest with yourself and with others. And that doesn't mean being mean or being cruel. That just means being honest. And chances are, they might have a similar feeling. And if they don't, you can talk about it. And then, you know, maybe you felt like, I don't think we're really that close. And they'd be like, oh, but I want to be that close. And then you'd be like, oh, well, maybe I, oh, maybe I do too. I didn't realize you felt that way about our friendship. And then you just go from there. And maybe it opens up a new line of communication and a new opportunity for that friendship to grow. So I don't know. That's my spiel, but that'll be my wedding. I'm not going to have a wedding like my cousin. My cousin had... My, my cousin in Mexico, I remember I was 18 and she had like a, I mean, hundreds of hundreds of people at her wedding, just like enormous. There's no way that they even said hi to everybody at that wedding. Actually, they probably did, 
But like, I'm sure they went up to people and they're like, who is this? Like, it's like when the president probably like goes, like when any like important person has to go to like some event where everybody wants to talk to them and they just have that person in their ear that's like, that is Jessica Stein. She is the president of the Painters Guild of Kansas. And you're like, huh, Jessica, Painters Guild of Kansas. Like, is too many people. I don't, I don't, I don't need the reminder. I want to know you, right? But, you know, that's the that's the tradition. They're big weddings, everyone comes. And I remember that wedding. It was right before I just got an in, I had just got an internship. Uh, at a, at a, like a major network, major TV network. And I was 18. It was my first college internship at like a legit network. I was so excited. And it was the weekend before my first day. So the first day was on Monday and the wedding was the weekend before. I was 18. I flew there. Ceremonies at night. Party starts right after 9, 10 o'clock, something like that. And it goes all night, right? It goes till the morning. Like you have dinner then you drink and dance. In my case, I drank too much. I passed out and I woke up to a waiter being like, uh, breakfast is ready. Aquí tienes tu desayuno, huevos rancheros. Like you, you, you wake up to breakfast. Like a Mexican wedding is like flying international, right? You, you, you eat your dinner, you watch a movie, right? You dance a little bit. You drink too much wine, you pass out, you wake up to bacon and eggs. Um, so I wake up and we had to go to our flight and our flight was at like 11, but my dad thought the flight was at one. And so we, when we showed up to the airport, the plane had already left. So the next flight we could get was like that night. So we spend the day in the airport and while we're there, my stomach just decided, nah, nah. Na 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 na. Hey hey hey. Goodbye to your bowels. Like I I was bubbling inside. Okay, like my stomach looked like the middle of a street on the Fourth of July, just popping, just just. Just uh, like a, like a war zone, and um. I mean, I was not feeling so hot and I had to fly in overnight and then like flew in in the morning into LA and had to pretty much go home, shower and immediately go into the office. And I go into the office and like the two other interns are both in grad school. One's in law school. The other one's this like amazing producer guy. And I'm just this 18 year old trying to not shit his pants the whole first day of my internship. (laughs) Oh man. It's hard enough to try not to shit your pants when you have to shit your pants, but then to have to try to make a good impression on people. What, what, what a challenge. What, what, what a challenge. So that was my first day, but, um, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm here. I did it. We did it. I didn't want to miss a week. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really committed to not missing gosh darn week and really doing the work to make sure that I deliver for y'all and give you some, give you some fun every week, you know, 25, six, seven, 30 minutes a week of just, just, just fun between us. You know, the wine, the wine garden gang, the wine garden gang. In my ideal world, we build, we start building like a, a community, right? 
I just, I want to build a, a community that is, that is built on like positivity and laughter and, you know, and, and joy. And I, I want to, I want to create a place that is those, you know, brown butter toffee chocolate chip cookies. That's what I want. That's the ultimate goal. So that'll be, that'll, that, that's, that's the continued goal moving forward. And I'm working on things to try and make that more of a reality. And I'll keep you posted on that and what that means. Uh, but in the meantime, you know, I, I really do just appreciate your continued support. And uh, if you haven't yet, obviously, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, leave a review. I know we get more listeners than we have reviews, and that's okay. But if you haven't left a review, I'd really appreciate it if you left a review. And even more so, if you could share this podcast with somebody. If you listen to this podcast and this podcast brings you some joy, you know, hopefully, hopefully it does. Um, and it, it adds to your week some way, somehow, then please share it with somebody that also may enjoy it. And we will continue to have this thing grow and, you know, and, and flourish with time. So I'm going to go ahead and make some more tea, but I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. Until next week with a new episode next Wednesday, obviously, der, um, be good, be kind, and I'll see you next week. Bye.